When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is People Every Day. Coming up, romance updates on J-Lo and Ben, Kanye and Irina, Baby Spice, and more. Breaking down who's still heating up and who's on ice. Plus, Duchess of York, Sarah Fergie Ferguson, takes people behind the royal curtain and gets candid about her past struggles and her take on what's happening now. It's July 14th. Well, hello. This is People Every Day. I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein, and it is Wednesday. Cheers to us. Pat yourself on the back for making it to the midpoint of the week. If you haven't learned already, I can find any excuse to celebrate. Uh, For instance, today's National Macaroni and Cheese Day. Yay! (laughs) I mean, kind of feels like a winter thing, but whatever, you know. It's never too hot out for hot cheese on carbs. That's my motto. No, it's not. I don't know what I'm saying. It's coffee. Anyways, (laughs) later in the show, People Royals editor Michelle Tauber takes us over to the UK and we discuss her new cover story all about Duchess Sarah Ferguson, a.k.a. Fergie. Uh, Not that Fergie. Duchess Sarah Ferguson, a longtime friend of Princess Diana, who opened up about her tumultuous years in the royal family and in the spotlight uh, from the countless tabloid rumors she faced during her marriage to Prince Andrew to what she makes of Princes William and Harry and their wives. So stay tuned. Uh, But first, back here in the States, there's a lot of celebrity relationship stories that I want to get into. And People the TV show host Jeremy Parsons is here with me to do that. Hi, Jeremy. Hey, how are you? It's good to see you. Let me just say this. I want to talk about your relationship to mac and cheese and my relationship to mac and cheese because <laughs> delicious. It's a deep love. It's a deep love. Deep love. Um, and th- that's a good point. Uh, you're kind of a celebrity now. Jeremy, how, how is your, your love life going this summer? I'm just going to put yeah, you Yeah, I'm a huge celeb. It's hard for me to walk down the street in New York. Mm-hmm. I, the cut to me, like walking around in full makeup, begging someone to recognize me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my, my love life's going good. We're almost 14 years of marriage going strong, baby. Wonderful. Okay. So let's, let's shift over to, uh, A-listers just a little higher up on, on the, on the celebrity list. Uh, <laughs> JLo and Ben, I love this couple. You know this, we've talked about this. Um, but she is talking about it encode a little bit. So her her album from 2002 is making headlines again. Um, and this was, of course, the album that came out when she and Ben were first in a relationship like 17 years ago. Uh, I just want to get into why this is coming back up. Uh, ha- have you listened back? I-, I have not listened back, but I have heard what JLo said, and she kind of said it best. Honestly, JLo was on um, Apple Music One. And so that's part of the reason she kind of addressed this whole thing that people are going back and listening to that album. And here's what she had to say. She said, when you go back and hear that, you hear the purity and the love there. Mm-hmm. And she said, I think that's why people went back as they saw different things happening in my life. Now, I-, I think she views it as, and she even said, some things really do last forever. Okay. I got to tell you something. What did she mean by that? Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. No, you tell me because I I, want to dig into what she meant by that. I'm I'm, I'm always skeptical of celebrity public relationships, but everything seems to point to, wait, it's really, it's really legit. I mean, I mean, mean, even a source told, told people last month that she's very serious about Ben. 
and she's looking happier than she's looked for a long time. So the longer it goes, the more I'm like, oh, this is this is actually something that feels real. That and the fact that like this, some things really do last forever. It's kind of saying like it was never over. Like I right. always was it, in you're this, right. It's not in it's this more thing. than just like, oh, going back to the old flame. It's almost it, yeah, it insinuates that the flame always existed. Now, look, is she just fueling the fire? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm here for it. No, she's, she's <laughs> and those album up. sales are going back up. Okay, too. yeah, she's getting those old school streams. That's right. I love it. <laughs> All right, let's talk about um, some public displays of affection that are going on. Courtney and Travis, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker. Uh, yeah, they've just been on a, a social media tear um, as of late. <laughs> and she commented recently, "I want to suck your blood." She, she, I mean, she put that out who there. Who among us? Who among us hasn't been in that kind of love? <laughs> me? I'm raising my hand over here. Yeah, me too. I'm raising my hand too. I don't get that part. And then he responded back to that. By the way, he said my favorite, and then he put the blood drop emoji. I'm just okay. Who's rubbing off on it? Because Courtney, I don't know about you, but she reads to me like super type A, OCD, maybe very clean, has the kids, the house is perfect, and now she's into blood sucking. Like, is is he just like kind of is his rocker edge just kind of bleeding into? Her life? Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. It's bleeding in. I think you're right. They were making out hardcore at the UFC. Uh, event just recently. I mean, and they were posting it on the IG, on IG stories and IG uh, just posts and things. It was like, you know, they are not at all hiding Mm -hmm. not only affection, but like PDA, you know, they're all in. (laughs) Which I mean, I'm you know start what? saying it like that. PDA. PDA. You gotta say it. when you're at a UFC event, you say it like that. Okay, yeah. The PDA. And honestly, it's like <laughs> let's let them ha- let's let them have it. That's fine. Okay, moving on to a couple. There seems like there's no there there. Okay, Kanye West and Irina Shake um, aren't shaking out. So, <laughs> did you expect this, or did you think that this was going to um, stand the test of? Time. We saw not too long ago they were in Paris together and there were the photos and, you know, he, he loves a, a, a brunette model type. So it is not surprising at all to me that this is kind of like a quick hit, you know, sort of like flash in the pan. Apparently, you know, the, for people, a little bit of the backstory, they made headlines. They were spotted in France in June celebrating Kanye's 44th birthday. Mm-hmm. Right. So that kind of went around. Then all of a sudden there were there were source reporting and people saying, oh, they're on in a honeymoon phase. This is a thing. They're getting to know each other, having a lot of fun. And then page six just reported that Kanye asked Arena to go back to Paris for some fashion event and she turned him down. Nah. And that that sourcing was that <laughs> saying that that she doesn't want to, you know, the association that they're dating. She's happy being alone right now. So it's and apparently there were like 50 people at that party. So it's kind of like was it something out of nothing to start with? Or maybe there was a little bit of something and then it became more than she wanted. So she's just kind of pumping the brakes. <laughs> Trying to pump the brakes a little bit. Shifting over to reality TV. There's a couple that is pumping the brakes that we just kind of saw this coming. Bronwyn, sure. Wyndham Burke and Sean Burke, her husband. They have seven children together. Of course, we know her from Real Housewives of Orange County. Um, and she came out last season as gay and had an open relationship with her husband and they were still living together and co-parenting the seven kids and now they're separating. Yeah, it's it's something and they 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 went on Instagram and uh and kind of talked about this a bit. Their plan is for Bronwyn to move to Hawaii, Sean renting a house in Newport Beach. Last month Bronwyn announced she's not returning to the Housewives of Orange County. 
I mean, it's unconventional and they have, they, they word it really well. Like on, on an Instagram post, Bronwyn put, here was her quote. She said, the next few months are going to look different for us. I'm so excited to see what's next for you, for our family that we will forever share. What is not conventional lies in the unconditional. And that's the love we have for each other and our kids. They, oh, that's she, nice. look, they, like got, they, they put it really well. They, their sentiment, they communicate it really well. But for me personally, I don't know how you work through it. Yeah, this is like the most complicated conscious uncoupling. I, <laughs> like, yeah, right, right, like I'm right, trying right. to figure out who you got seven kids and she has some young ones too. Like just pick up like, OK, who's grabbing so and so after soccer practice? Well, I got to fly from Kauai. I'm, I'm in Hawaii. So <laughs> right, right, I don't right. get there on time. Right. Like, well, how does that work? <laughs> yeah. And I guess, you know, they, they said that ultimately their family and their friends. And I think they are going to do what it takes hopefully within this very unconventional situation to give the kids the support they need. And it seems like that's a priority. All right. On to our last romance update. And it's a happy one. Baby Spice, (laughs) Spice Girls, Emma Bunton got married to Jade Jones. They have been together for 21 years. Wow. They have sons Tate and Bo together. And 21 years it's taken them to, to make it down the aisle. I mean, Jeremy, how long did it take you and your wife to get married? Uh, I mean, it's we were together like six, seven years, five years before we were married. Uh, that's There's a little debate on when it started. But the point is, it was <laughs> even that seemed like a long time to some degree, you know, but 20. But but you know what? She's she's said before that they have never felt like they needed a wedding to justify their relationship. Um, so, so you know, they waited till the time was right for them. Yeah. And here they go. And the other Spice Girls were showing love on Instagram. I mean, Victoria Beckham and uh, Mel B and Mel C, they were all commenting on a post and, you know, love you so much. Just nothing but support and love for them. Jeremy, thank you so much for being on the show. Great to talk to you, Janine. Have a good rest of the day. Michelle Tauber, our Royals expert and senior editor, is here with me now. And for this week's cover story, Michelle, you interviewed Fergie. No, not the Fergalicious one. Another famous Fergie, Sarah Ferguson, the Duchess of York, who has a fascinating story to tell. So, of course, we have a lot of royal watchers who listen to the show. But for folks who don't know a ton about Sarah Ferguson, who is she? Like, where does she fit into the royal family? It's so funny because my oldest son thought I was interviewing the lead singer or the Black Eyed Peas and that it was the same person the whole time. But um, no, this Fergie is the iconic royal redhead who um, rose to fame in the 1980s alongside her childhood friend, Princess Diana. They actually grew up together. Um, and she became, you know, sort of this global phenomenon when she started dating the Queen's second son, that would be Prince Andrew. And the two of them wed in 1986. They had their two daughters, Princesses Beatrice and Eugenie. And then they divorced in 1996. And during that time, of course, this was the peak that the the 1980s, 90s was the peak of of the tabloid frenzy surrounding Diana. And, you know, Fergie became kind of enveloped in that throughout that whole time period. Wow. Okay. And she, yes, of course, has that tabloid fame overseas as well as here. And there's just been a lot of scrutiny in the press over her just different things about her life, spending habits, her her ongoing struggles with her weight. I mean, in 2010, she was filmed by News of the World offering access to Prince Andrew in exchange for cash, just like no go. So what did she have to say looking back on those turbulent times now? 
one thing that I found so striking in our interview was that she has really made peace with her past and with her past mistakes. And she spoke to me quite extensively about making friends with the Fergie who didn't know any better and who was falling down and getting back up and falling back down again. Um, you know, you touched on the tabloid bullying. And I, I do feel like looking back, even through, you know, through People magazine, it was not a great period yeah. in many respects for not only the tabloid press in the UK, but but here too. I mean, People magazine did a cover, class versus cash. And a lot of the, the cash um, controversy that surrounded Fergie mm -hmm. had to do with making her own money. She, she was a single, she told me, you know, I was a single mom and I signed on with Weight Watchers, was their longest running spokeswoman. And thank God, because it allowed me to provide for my daughters. Yeah. So, you know, like in hindsight, some of that, a lot of that was really nasty, uncalled for misogyny. Um, and I think it's worth taking a look at that. And then, as you mentioned, the um, the, the bullying about her weight for for as a spectator sport. Yeah, or what we would call today clickbait. Yeah, type stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, let's listen to a little bit of what she had to say. Just looking back on that period, it really affected me. I really believed that I was the Duchess of Pork, and and that you know, eighty two percent would rather sleep with a goat than Fergie. I mean. Hello, which nowadays, when the other day they said, oh, we never wrote that. I said, really? I've got it. In, and I went and found it because I cut it up so that in case anyone said, no, 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 you, they never said that. They did say it, Michelle. And I'm so glad. I think that's why I had to, to do a lot of self-help. I, I had to do a lot of mental uh, and, and therapy sessions to get to talk to you so openly. And I'm really proud to tell you that because because I, I, I really hope that from this, people all over the world will say, oh, oh, oh then I'm okay. Maybe I can fight this. And maybe I, it's okay to feel a bit in fear and, and, and not, sh not sure what to do next. Wow. And just in, in the midst of all of that, like she, she brings up that, that horrible headline, Duchess of Pork. Uh, she's a mother at the same time. Like these are, you know, these are women who are trying to you know, raise children and, and dealing with all of this. Uh, she's mom to Princesses Beatrice and Eugenie, who I have to say have some of the most interesting fascinators I've ever seen in life. Uh, whatever event, I'm looking for those two because their hat is going to be off the chain. But tell us about her relationship with them. She's a, she's a grandmother now. Um, Eugenie had a baby um, and Beatrice is expecting her first child. What is that life like for her? Yeah, she's a really proud grandma. And she told me, you know, I'm a self-deprecating British woman, but if there's one thing I'm willing to go on the record as saying I'm very proud of, it's I'm a really good mom. And she said, you know, I'm a really good mom because I'm present and I'm mindful and I'm I'm listening to my girls. And I thought, um, again, you know, that really struck me. As you say, Janine, she was navigating a lot of the most difficult times in her life as a young mother. And um, that's a tough thing to do when you're the target of sort of relentless tabloid um, bullying and you're also trying to figure out how to parent, um, which is a challenge in and of itself. So the fact that she um, 
um, was able to do that and, and maintain such close relationships with her daughters who um, are both now married. As you say, uh, Beatrice is expecting her first. Eugenie had her first, uh, her a, a boy, August in February. Um, she said to me, like, like the most proud mother-in-law, I have the two most handsome sons-in-laws on the, on the planet, <laughs> which I thought was very cute. So um, yeah, they're, they're, they're really close and, and that's something she um, takes a lot of pride in. Coming up after the break, more from Michelle Tauber on what Fergie had to say about the serious allegations against ex-husband Prince Andrew. Stay tuned. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm back now with Michelle Tauber. And Michelle, let's get into it. There's obviously been a huge scandal in recent years that Fergie has at least tangentially been affected by surrounding her ex-husband, Prince Andrew, and his association with Jeffrey Epstein, along with the fact that he was photographed with a woman that accused him of having sex with her while she was underage. He denies any wrongdoing, and he and Fergie have been divorced for years now, but that has to be difficult, you know, for any partner, uh, even if it's an ex-partner, to reckon with. Did she go there at all? And what did she say about where their relationship stands now. Yeah, and, it, and it's important to note that not only does Andrew deny any wrongdoing, he has never been charged with anything um, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and also denies any knowledge of, of Epstein's crimes. So, you know, she um, she did speak about Andrew with me and she said that he has always been a very strong co-parent alongside her. As, as I mentioned, they divorced in 1996, but remained extraordinarily close. And in fact, are the kind of friendly exes that still live in the same house, um, Royal Lodge, which is um, in Windsor, just down the just down the road from oh, wow. the Queen. Yeah, so that's extra friendly. They're, they are very <laughs> friendly exes, and she told me he's always been a, a very strong co-parent to their daughter. She she feels that he's been a wonderful father to their girls, and that when she's up. He's uh, when she's up and he's down and he's down and she's up. They often balance each other out. Um, so she's very loyal to him and she mm. she is standing by him. So it sounds like she she believes what he has to say in regards to all of that. She she told me that he is a, a good man. Got it. Got it. So so 
this has been a turbulent time for the royal family. Michelle, you know this. We have gone back and forth about everything going on since, you know, Harry and Meghan's bombshell interview and just the, the battle between um, Harry and Prince William. And, and those are her nephews. Those are Fergie's nephews. So um, what has that relationship been like for her? Did she get into that at all? You know, what, everything that went on with Harry and Meghan? Well, what she got into with me was to say that Diana would be so proud um, of her sons. And I thought it was interesting. I said, you know, why specifically? And she said, because of the wives they've chosen that Mm. these, yeah, she said, these women each has her, each one has her own voice. And that is something Diana really would have, um, would have celebrated because yeah, because for a long time, Royal women, um, including Fergie and Diana, of course, their voices were not, um, were not heard. And they were, you know, really relegated to being in that type structure of the firm. So I thought that was an interesting thing for her to call out specifically. And she also said that like, like herself, like Fergie, Diana would be obsessed with her grandchildren. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Well, let's let's listen because they did have such a close relationship. uh, She and Diana, let's listen to what she had to say about uh, her memories. She had a terrific sense of humor and the tinkling laughter is something I always, it it melts my heart. There is no question that uh, she is still with us. I know she's still with us. I mean, she's in my heart. I love her. I love her. She would be so proud of her grandchildren. I mean, because she and I, we we were really best friends from when I was, well, I'm I'm a year older than Diana, I think, yes. And so uh, we were best friends from, I think, she was 14, I was 15, and then we went on all the way through. And it was Diana that uh, that said, no, no, I need you to come to stay at Windsor Castle and you need to be with my, my brother-in-law, Andrew. And so when I came out of lunch, I remember going up to her and saying, oh, he's really cute. And uh, she said, duh, Fergie. <laughs> but the thing that I love uh, about uh, Diana is that how she, proud she would be. Uh, and that is like the ultimate, hey, bring a friend. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. I know. And actually, my, 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 my other kids, I was mentioning, I was doing this story. And he was like, wait, let me get this straight. They both grew up, they grew up childhood friends, and then they both married princes. Isn't that like, that oh, could yeah. be real life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you spoke to her about her new book uh, that is about a family member, right? So tell me about that. Yeah. So her new book is a novel. It's her first novel, her debut novel at age 61. She's trying something nice. new. Yeah, I know. I, I totally, I'm inspired by that, you know? <laughs> um, and uh, she, the book is called Her Heart for a Compass. And as you said, it's about an ancestor of hers named Lady Margaret Montague Scott. Um, And she sees, Fergie sees Lady Margaret as kind of a forebear of her own fiery, uh, vivacious, redhead Celtic persona. Mm. Um, So it's channeling a lot of that Celtic um, fire. And um, (laughs) it's it's a coming of age story. And what Fergie told me, the Duchess told me, She's the Duchess. Um, is that um, is that this story is really about women's empowerment, about finding uh, your voice, and that's what she did in writing this novel. And she hopes that it will inspire other women to uh, do the same. Nice, nice. Does she have like that that redhead connection with Harry? Like, do do they talk about it? 
<laughs> you know, I didn't, I, I should have asked that question. That ginger, I did think of it after because in the writing the story, I was like redhead, redhead, redhead. And then at one point I was going to write world's most famous red, or royal redhead. And then I thought, oh, oh wait, Harry. Like Harry. Yeah. <laughs> that was Michelle Tauber discussing her new cover story on Duchess of York, Sarah Fergie Ferguson. For more on her, head over to people.com and pick up an issue on stands. And now, something to make you smile. We were talking relationships earlier today, and some folks say that after being with the same person for a long time, the flame just naturally loses its spark. Not the case. For Florida man Ernest Griggs Sr., he met his wife, Lindy, when they were teens, and fast forward 43 years, he reminded the love of his life how much his heart still beats for her by serenading her with an original song he wrote while they dined at a Cheddar's Scratch Kitchen restaurant in Orlando. <laughs> Feast your ears on this. And I will always be in love with you. Always be in love with you. Oh, there were dance moves as well, okay? Ernest was true to his name. <laughs> Which reminds me, my anniversary's next month. I gotta step my romance game up. So send me your ideas, guys. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>